Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Javaria Malik. Javaria is a mindset relationship and confidence coach that helps other people to overcome obstacles and achieve their goals. In this episode, we talk about mindset, energy, coaching, and Javaria's life story and her growing up. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity, 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 in. Javeria, it's uh, good to have you on the podcast today. How are you? How are you today? I'm great, Adam. How about you? Good, good. Yeah, good. Thank you. It's um, and thank you for giving me the opportunity. I'm really excited. Yeah, no, you're very welcome. And uh, same here. I've been looking forward to it. And um, I just thought I'd introduce you and um, you know, kind of go into like how you fell into coaching. And um, you was mentioning, you know, you have this condition called ASMA. I think it is you mentioned. Yeah, yeah spinal muscular yeah. atrophy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was born with this condition. Spinal muscular atrophy is a genetic medical condition that robs the physical strength of a person. Doing daily activities is really, really challenging. If I say that I forget to breathe, somebody's going to say to me, how you can forget to breathe? I mean, then how are you surviving? People who have SMA, if someone says that they have SMA, the world is full of loss for them because they face challenges in terms of their career, their health, of course, and then their relationship, personal and professional life. So I was born with this and I was diagnosed at the age of 29. I diagnosed this myself. In Pakistan, the doctors were not that aware of this condition. So I sent some of the emails in America and then I was struggling myself. My condition was getting very, very worse. So that's how I you know, maintain myself doing 
daily gym, doing pool therapies and all that stuff. And uh, while going through this, I have faced a lot of challenge in terms of my career. And I always wanted to become a chef and a makeup artist. Though I, you know, I never quit. I said, I know my therapist told me that you can't do this because this is not your field. And I was like, how can you say that? That that's not my field. I'll try because, you know, I believe in God and he has something for me in stores as well. So I came to Dubai and I worked as an artist. But three months I was when I was working, like it, it was three months and my health was getting really, really worse that I couldn't even bend and I couldn't even gulp water. Holding glass was very challenging. So I went back to Pakistan and uh, I was in a very you know, depressive phase. And after six months, I came back when my health was really good because I have my personal trainer over there as well, my physiotherapist. And uh, then for a year here in Dubai, again, my life was, because I was looking for some career, some paths that, what should I do? I can't be like, you know, free forever. Though in 2011, I started my online business by the name of Desire Studio. It was Desire Accessories before, but now I changed it to Desire Studio. And it's all about women accessories. My business was giving me the money, but not the happiness, not, you know, the social gatherings, which I wanted. So uh, in here in Dubai, I was going to one of the hospitals over there. One of my physiotherapists told me that, have you ever heard about coaches? And I was like, I don't know what coaches are. And then he said that, I think you should read about them and you should be a coach. When I started, I was actually doing public speaking at that time, making people aware about my condition in few of the events. And I was telling people that if I can do this with this condition, like as I, I think I told you before, Adam, that I live alone in Dubai without my parents and without my caretaker with this condition. And that's how, you know, I used to go to the events where I used to talk about my condition and give boost to other people that, everyone can do this it's in your mind so i started came to you know then i started doing coaching and that's how you know now mindset why i have chosen mindset because it's related to my condition i believe because i know how to rewire your brains and it's all your mind which is doing all your work and then i'm a relationship coach as well last year i went through a very depressive phase again and i was coming back and forth in terms of my uh, career and of course my main focus was my relationship where I was trying to prove that guy that I know I have a condition but maybe we can get married and I'll show you that what kind of girl I am I was doing everything for him I was trying to show him that I can do house chores I can do laundry everything but then later he rejected me by saying that you know because I was uh, with him since four years. And then later he said that we can't marry because you know it's it never gonna happen like that. And I still struggled, I begged. Four months was literally, literally horrendous, I would say. And I was not even working. Then I left coaching and I left my exercises, which I knew was you know, uh, giving me worse phase of my life. But then again, I started and I said, no, this time you need to focus on your career because that's not you, you are, focusing you're not even focusing on your health that's how you are deteriorating it and of course what are you going to do you'll be bedridden you're going to die without any purpose yeah i think like like your story and what you said you know is like pretty pretty powerful because like you said you you've had this condition and you've had it for years and you know you've not let it stop you from 
you know, doing what you want to do. And yet, like, you know, it's crazy how the doctors in Pakistan, you know, didn't know what it was or couldn't diagnose it. And you had to, like, diagnose it yourself by, like, you know, sending e- emails and details to doctors, you know, in other parts of the world. But, uh, you know, I, I think, like, you know, through the, uh, that relationship phase as well, you know, it must have been difficult. And, you know, it's good that you kind of, you know, you got through that and you managed that. But, you know, you kind of didn't deserve to, like, you know, go go through that because that you know that that person you know like they're not looking at the, you know it's a situation in a kind of optimistic way and i think like you know like with what you're doing you know you're you're looking after yourself and you're not sitting back and being a victim you know you're willing to say i'm not going to let this stop me from doing what i want to do yeah, absolutely. Because one need to take the responsibility now in terms of when I have a lot of clients in terms of relationship thing, they start blaming their partners instead of accepting that it's okay. It might be, you know, we don't know the, both the situations. It might be your mistake as well, because you are allowing the other person. You have put yourself so low that they are treating you like a doormat. Because they know that if ever, you know, they're going to call you, you'll be with them. So they'll treat you whenever and they're going to call you whenever they want to. So I always say them, you need to set some boundaries where you need to take responsibility for your own self. And I don't think so that makes you selfish. That makes you realize your worth. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. I think boundaries are so important, you know, in relationships, especially because... You don't want to be taken advantage of. You need those boundaries to be put in place so, you know, things are fair. And, you know, it's like your rights, you know, and you shouldn't be treated a certain way, you know, based on, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, they are. And when it comes to, you know, the thing I really like about this is the relationship and my condition. In both the cases, you need to accept your condition, right? I have spinal muscular atrophy. I need to accept in order to thrive and to unlock my potentials. I got a breakup. I need to accept and to move, you know, I need to move forward so that I could do other stuff. A lot of people, they are just, they they don't want to move on. They just keep bragging. They're in that phase. I know it's challenging. It's really, really challenging. But I always say that you need to face the fear. How can you say that you're feeling fearful when you haven't faced the fear? It's always exciting to see that what's on the other side of the fear. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. And I think a lot of the time, like you said, you know, you kind of got to step into that fear and go into it and come out the other side. And then you kind of realize, you know, that it was just, you know, emotions holding you back. And I think a lot of the time, people can say that they they have dealt with it but they really haven't and they're just pushing it to the side um and i think you know we've all kind of done that as a person and like you said you have to accept it and kind of you know let go of it you know because otherwise you're going to stay in that place and i think if people aren't, aren't moving forward from things then it's going to affect them their relationships you know how they feel and i think you know that's really important you know, and you have to be honest with yourself to be honest with, you know, to have that honesty with other people because it's almost ultimately like, you know, how you treat yourself is going to 
kind of reflect onto other people that mm-hmm. in, the, in that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in terms of if I tell you acceptance, I never accepted my condition. I was every time focused on, I was very passionate and I always focused on my career. I said, no, I don't care. I have this condition. Okay, it is with me, but I want to do some other stuff. And later, I didn't know that these therapies and exercises are really, really important for me. What I did, you know, I had like nothing. I was running after my career. I didn't get catch that career, which I was passionate about being a makeup artist and a chef. And then, of course, my health was deteriorating. Mm. So I need to accept that I was fighting with my condition. You don't need to fight. You need to be friends with your condition. So, yeah, you both can, you know, mm. go by hand in hand. That's how yeah. I, I know it's maybe I, I'll say that I learned a couple of years back. I learned yeah. a lot. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's a really good point that you have to kind of make friends with that condition or, or what's going on with you at that time. Or what is going on, you know, with you, um, you know, like in the condition. And I think it kind of reminds me when I had like anxiety, you know, in the past, mm-hmm. the things that I was going through. I used to feel all this anxiety and, and all the rest of it. And I'll get angry kind of at myself. And I'd be like, why is this happening to me? And get frustrated. Oh, why me? And kind of go into that victim side of it and get, you know, angry mm-hmm. about it. And it's like, well, I think that, you know, like over time, you then be kind of tune into it and kind of accept it. And I think if you accept it and understand it, it kind of makes it, you know, a lot more easier. I mean, I don't, you know, luckily I don't have that anymore. I don't experience, you know, what I was having back then. But through understanding it and accepting it, you kind of, uh, it's, a, it's a bit like, like the water, isn't it? You know, if you're splashing water loads, Mm-hmm. And it's just going to keep on creating all these ripples. So if you just leave it, accept it, it's not going to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So if I tell you that Dubai is very windy in winters, it's really, really mm-hmm. windy that it's very challenging for me to walk because I have the issues with balance. If somebody push me like this, I'll fall down. I can't hold my body. And uh, the wind is literally, literally very, very windy. It is here and you can't, I don't know, how do I walk? It's very challenging. I stuck myself like this and then my negative thought, I say that, oh my God, let's go home, Gia. You know what, Gia, sorry to say that, it's my pet name. So everybody calls me Gia. So that's why I'm saying. (laughs) So they say, I'm like, you need to go home because you can't walk. And I'm like, I have given that thought a name. So my negative thought name is Dabby. So I say, Dabby, stop lying to me. It's a challenge. Let me break that fear. Let's see what the worst is going to happen. What's the worst going to happen? I mean, I can't fly. Of course, I won't fly. I'll fall down. (laughs) I'll hit myself. I'll get injured. That's okay. There are a lot of people here. Somebody going to come and help you up. So let's go, Dabby, and try so me and Dabi were going and we were trying and I was fighting with her, with, you know, in my mind. And I just give her a shut up call that let me focus, let me breathe. And then I'll say I'm a kind of a, a kind of a religious person as well, where I was calling God that please, you have to help me because I am breaking up this fear. And I want to, I want to see that what's the best I can do with my condition. Mm. And I broke that fear last year. This time, I mean, 
Of course, it's winter's coming. I know it's going to be again windy and it is getting windy somehow. And I go alone. I, I know that same thing happened with me, but then I, of course, call God and then I shut up Dabi that let's go. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I really like that. And I think like as well, you're kind of just kind of pushing through that fear and kind of going into it and stepping out your comfort zone. And I think, like you said, you're kind of probably with that condition and being in your situation, you have to kind of like reassure yourself and tell yourself that if something does happen, you know, it's going to be okay. And trying to like maneuver around. Mm -hmm. If you, I don't know, if you was going to the gym or something, going the safest route that you could, so it wasn't too windy. But if you, you know, just kind of having those kind of boundaries in place where you know it's going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot of people having SMA and they have four types. So I have type three. So people with same age, same type, their condition is worse. Maximum they can walk is uh, uh, 10 steps. For me, I can walk. I can, you know, stretch myself and I can sometimes walk 10,000 steps, sometimes 6,000 steps. And why they can't walk that much? Because they're not into physical activities. Now, why they're not into physical activities? Because doctors told them do not do exercise because that's going to deteriorate your muscles the overdoing is going to deteriorate your muscles not you know strengthening or conditioning exercise will deteriorate so they say that this condition is progressive we have to die everybody has to die you know but at least you can live somehow an amazing life with this condition as well if you set boundaries and if you push yourself but people, whatever they're written in the, you know, you're going to search, whatever it is written, they're going to believe that what doctor is telling. Doctors told me you can't do parasailing, you can't do skydiving. And I did that. Because that's my life. I want to enjoy my life. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's, it's inspiring. It's, it's really inspiring, you know, um, you know, what you're listening to you. And I think like you said, I think doctors shouldn't say things like this. I mean, I'm not, going to go down the whole rabbit hole in that side of things but I think you know, people need to be careful what they listen to and what they believe and how they choose mm -hmm. to act because um you know the stand-up comedian Kevin Hart Kevin Hart yeah yeah mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. he got involved in a car accident like not too long ago and mm -hmm. the doctor said something to him you know don't walk don't do this don't do that and he was like no I'm choosing to you know do xyz and not sit back and you know he's fine now luckily and i think like you said you have from people saying things to you as well and, and you know don't do this don't do that um mm -hmm. i think you know you kind of have to have your own mindset towards it and people shouldn't say things like that because some people if they believe that they go okay well i won't because i think you know physical exercise and moving around and having that kind of you know mindset is good and i think if you set your mind to do something you'll do it because you know surely if you sit down and you don't move you're going to stiffen up and it's going to make it even worse I, I believe that you know mindset is more powerful and more stronger if you get to know about it is more powerful than your skills in fact it is going to enhance your skills so i'll just drink in a minute um yeah all. it's it's um no no exactly it's, it's definitely you know like 90 something percent mindset isn't it really when you think about it like a lot of what's behind it all because like you know your your thoughts you know be, become kind of things don't they and you know and they emotionalize and you how you choose to see things 
Mm-hmm. You know, you manifest that. I was not. I was not like this. I mean, I do had doubts as well. Mm. Uh, while living in Pakistan, if I tell you, if somebody has any kind of condition, and then living in Pakistan, it's not an easy thing. Where are people gonna stare you? Where are people gonna tell you your relatives, your friends that nobody is going to marry you because you have this condition? And then teachers, and then later I got diagnosed with ADHD. That is attention deficit hyper active disorder yeah and you have you know you cram in terms of i do cram in terms of grammar and numbers and my teachers told me that when i was in my class because i used to come late there were lots of stairs my class was on third floor and uh, they told me that you know you come late so i'll fail you and i was like and i didn't knew that what kind of condition i had trust me i was very very fat and uh, they used to make fun of me and uh, the best part is that my family, my parents, my siblings, they are very supportive that I didn't catch that kind of mindset, that kind of negative mindset in me. So that helped mm. me out. But later teachers told me that they're going to fail me. They made fun of me. And that happened. They called me goofy in front of whole school. And I was like, I mean, living in Pakistan with this condition where people are going to stare you, where people are going to judge you, keep passing comments that how you climb the stairs, how you get up from the floor is not an easy thing. No, I can't. I can't believe you know that they say things like that to you. I'm, I'm sorry for that, and I think like, but you know, through that, I think through difficult times and the hard times and situations like that, there's a lot of growth kind of taking place. You know, like internally, like you kind of push mm-hmm. through that, mm-hmm. and it makes you know you're a stronger person. And I think like you can then relate and help other people who might you know going through similar things or gone through certain yeah, things. But I, I think people shouldn't judge people like that or, uh, you know, victimize people. And I think, like you said, it, people shouldn't do that, you know, because like in society and some cultures, like you said, you know, people tell their friends, their family and things like this. And there's this kind of like stigma attached to a lot of different things. And mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, you know, the right way to be. And I, you know, I, I think it's great that, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're not letting this, condition and these things stop you from doing what you want to do and you're mm-hmm. you know you're able to help other people and coach them and you know kind of use that experience and not you know not be a victim from it yeah absolutely absolutely um, this thing is helping me a lot in terms of my coaching as well because i believe that i have been through and i can understand mm-hmm. and in 2019 sorry 2018 was the turning point i mean that's not that far but i used to blame a lot in 2018, I fell down in the toilet, in the washroom. I was taking shower and my, I don't go into the tub because then my ankle muscles are really, really weak. So I feel that, you know, I'm going to slip off and uh, they don't have that strength as well. So I fell down. My half of the body was in the tub and half of the body was outside. And my hand muscle doesn't have that strength as well, because if I to hold something, because it will slip off, but the towel was on the side. And uh, I grabbed the towel and I pushed myself because my shoulder doesn't have that strength. So how could I push myself? It took me an hour to drag myself and to come out of the toilet, literally, you know, 35 to 50 minutes. Before I was just figuring out that how do I get up? But I started panicking because the water was coming on my face. Mm. And and I was like, thank God. I, I dragged myself. I came out you know, in my room. And I literally cried a lot that why me every time people are 
you know, suffering in terms of their career and their relationships. And for me, it's like everything. Why me? I mean, but now I'll say that I'm so proud that I have spinal muscular atrophy because mm. I know how to deal with life. Mm. And if somebody says me, sorry that you have spinal muscular atrophy, I'll say, I'm sorry that you don't have this condition because you don't know otherwise what life is. Mm. And that day, you know, I cried. And then I said, thank God. In 10 minutes, I was okay because my dad is very, very supportive. And he said that you, every time he used to say to me when I was a kid that you are very, very strong kid of mine. And that mm. thing reminds me of, and then I said, thank God that I'm alive. And, mm. you know, nothing bad happened. I know that cracked happens in my lip and all, you know, mm. they were bleeding. Mm. Mm. not something worse yeah no exactly and I think you know like I said you know being grateful you know for your life and you know where you're at and you know like it you know certain things give you certain perspectives don't they and I think you know like when you're with that condition as well there's going to be challenges that other people don't face and you've got like you know different lens and perspective on life and mm -hmm probably know you know how to deal with certain things you know if they come across and happen because you know you've dealt with certain scenarios with some people they don't have anything going on and then something happens and they just don't know how to deal with it because they've not had something challenging to you know to deal with before yeah, so, you know, yeah like you've exactly. got like all this resilience and like, i think you know it's it's really like inspiring you know, to listen to you because you're not letting it hold you back and you know you're you're accepting it and you know you're using all this experience to, you know to help help other people as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like Absolutely. if if there are other people listening out there who've or watching this who've got this condition or anything similar and they are kind of struggling or um feel like they can't do certain things like what would you say or you know i'll say that you need to be friends don't fight with your condition don't distract yourself because if you're going to distract yourself that thing is going to be more worse and it's not something really good for you in future so it's better to be friends with that thing and take that side by side you need to accept first and take responsibility and i'm two thousand percent sure your life will be worth it mm. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's really important, like you said, to, you know, accept it and uh, acknowledge it and become friends with it and, you know, not to let things hold you back and just, mm -hmm. you know, like probably take each day at a time and, you know, s small steps and then build yeah, on absolutely. that. absolutely. It's one day yeah. at a time. Mm. Though it's, you know, sometimes you'll feel like that, oh my God, you're going to be back again from the start, but it's not a scratch. It's, mm. it's a part of the process some will you know run away in the process and i think i'd say the brave ones will of course they will fight till end mm. yeah no that's exactly it and um as well like do you have any favorite books that you like to read or anything like that at all nowadays i'm not reading books but yes mm. i remember last year i read one of the book i was not a book person but now i have started reading regarding to you know nlp and all that stuff and it was that heal your heart because I didn't knew that what to do. I was yeah. so obsessed with that guy. And then everything happens at once. And I'm like, oh my God, what to do? So I just started grabbing all the breakup books. But trust me, I didn't read any of them. Mm. I don't know how. I just, my, this breakup, my condition made me very close to God. 
mm. that nobody helped me he helped me mm. yeah so whoever yeah, that... would ever believe anyone if you believe in universe god or whatever so i believe that i went very close to god mm. yeah no it's it's powerful isn't it like you know how how people um deal with situations and you know how how they how you know how how people cope and i think everyone's different aren't they as well and like it's Absolutely. nice that you you was able to like tap into that and uh you know get closer to you know god you know and more into your faith as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah do you, do you have um any role models or anyone or mentors that you kind of like look up to whether that's like family or like professionally if i tell you my father because mm. he is diabetic patient and uh, he got his leg amputated last year and that was also the phase where everything was happened you know bad i'll mm. say now i'll say luckily it was good things so he is very strong i always tell my dad that i mean when his leg was amputated being amputated he was given an anesthesia but not the full anesthesia because he is diabetic patient so we had it's 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 not good to give them fully anesthesia so he was actually talking to the doctors and later what i tell my dad is that you are so strong because my some somehow i believe that he lost the hope because he was aging as well and he couldn't walk on his own but with prosthetics this year i was in pakistan in pandemic and i told him that remember you need to remember that nobody is going to be with you 24 hours you just need to be remember that nobody is going to be with any sick person 24 hours because we are human we do get annoyed so you need to work on your you know walking and this time when he called me he actually practiced if i see his age he shakes a lot his age is not i mean he's 65 years old that's not an age but when you see him you say that he looks old mm. because of this diabetes because he didn't took care of himself but now mm. he's walking on prosthetics and he said yeah. that you are truly right that nobody is going to be with a sick person 24 hours yeah oh wow yeah nice no, powerful isn't it and yeah, yeah. uh really does put you know put things into perspective doesn't it like uh I think it's great, you know, like how you have him as, you know, a mentor, role model, and you know what a strong, what a strong human being, you know, to go through that and to, you know, to be, you know, be able to walk and not lot, not let, you know, things stop him from doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Because my dad, if I tell you, he is very, very social person. But once mm. his leg was amputated, he started saying thanks God and all that stuff. I mean, he do get annoyed, of course, because that's what makes us human. Mm. But then he. practiced walking and everything and alhamdulillah you know now he do walk mm. oh, that's great it's really nice like you know he's you know he's okay and he, you know he's he's uh you know able to walk and he's he's going about his life you know yeah yeah exactly and i think i got that mindset from my parents that never give up mindset that mm. winning mindset mm. yeah no it's definitely important like i think a lot of the time people got a victim mindset and they're saying that I'm not okay because of you know xyz or I'm not in that situation because of this and I mean you got to you know a lot of it is your mindset and your beliefs and taking hold of that isn't it and um not letting things stop you because you know I think if you want something bad enough you'll get it but you know you got to put in that work to get it to some extent yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah no exactly um no but it, it's been it's been great 
talking to you um Gia and you know listen, listening to your you know your story and um you know talking about your your father as well and like where where can people find you on like social media and like uh, your website and you know your work and things my website is under construction and uh, but yeah. my, i have my instagram it's at mindcoach underscore javeria malik oh awesome and i'll i'll put your content in the bio for you and i'll promote your your content for you and oh. Oh, share great. it as thank well you so much. thank you thank you very much it's amazing Mind. talking to you as well yeah no you too it's really great to connect and um i think you know people take a really lot a lot from this because uh i think you know we really touched base on some really important uh you know uh topics mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um but no i hope you have a great day where you are and i wish you all the best and everything that you do thank you so much thank you no you're welcome Hi there, I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach and I am offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls, I will touch base with you and see where you're at in your current situation. And as a life coach, I can help you in areas with, you know, mental health, anxiety, depression, goal setting, relationship coaching, and, you know, many other areas of life. So if you're interested in having a free consultation, please get in touch at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach me on LinkedIn with the name Adam Parr or my Instagram at positivity94 so if you're interested in having a consultation and you know you're at a place in your life where you know you're wanting to reach out for help um, please get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you um, have a great day and um, all the best take care